Welcome to Out on a Limb, where traditional finance and the new digital economy converge with a sense of history. Uh, my name is Tim Enneking, and this is our episode one of 2023. Happy New Year to all of you who are not, uh, who have moved to the uh, Julian calendar and aren't, aren't or moved off the Julian calendar and, and uh, on the Gregorian calendar. I think that's virtually, virtually everyone. Um, although I did live in, in Russia for a while, and in Russian, you have New New Year, which is December 31st to January 1st. Then you have Old New Year, and that's literally what they call it, and that's from January 12th to January 13th. Of course, Old New Year is basically religious now, but uh, we're, still, we're still feeling the 500-year-old the change of, of uh, the calendars um, and it's interesting, if you look at it, it was about uh, after just under 1,600 years. And if you take those quarter days that some of you have heard about, that years are actually 365.25 days, and you take those quarter days and add them all up, and sure enough, you end up being 13 days off from A.D. 0 or A.D. 1 uh, after 1,500, 1,600 years. Quite amazing. A lot, of com- a lot more complexities in calendars than initially seems to be the case. So the first thing today, since last week, um, and today, by the way, is January 3rd. It's about 3 p.m. Last week, we discussed some predictions. This week, we're going to look backwards at batting averages. So altogether, there were eight predictions I made that have uh, come to uh, fruition one way or the other. And my batting average, I'm happy to report, is 750. So six of the eight were correct. There are five that are still open. The FOMC March, sorry, February and March increases the three predictions for all of 2023 from last week. And then one prediction, which I may be kind of double counting here. I did count it as correct, but it was the prediction I made in November saying that there would be limited fallout from FTX. Uh, I think I can say that was a correct one, uh, but... Uh, There is a chance that something will reach back over the next couple months and prove me wrong. For now, though, I would say that the fallout from FTX has honestly been remarkably limited. So we get to our second topic, which is New Year's and trading. Uh, I had someone ask me today, is is New Year's a special trading day? And it's sort of funny because psychologically, you know, we all turn the page from one year to the next and make our New Year's resolutions and For those of you who still write checks, we get to screw up the date, uh, the year on the checks for the first, you know, four to six weeks as we keep writing 2022 and trying to make the the second two look like a three. Uh, But does it have any real substantive change in markets? And the short answer is, with a little caveat, absolutely not. The financials haven't changed, where the world is going, interest rates, Uh, None of that has changed. The slight caveat is that on occasion, on January 1st, the rules change. If you were in Croatia, for instance, you had a huge change this year on January 1st because uh, Croatia adopted the euro and entered the eurozone. Along the same lines, there were three countries, Ukraine most notably, but also Moldova, a neighbor, and yet another piece of the former Yugoslavia or Southern Slavs uh, joined the waiting list, and that was Bosnia and Herzegovina. So there are, there are occasional changes. Some years there are very, very big ones. 
you know, legal, everything from legalization of marijuana to different rules. But there are this year, or not this year, in general, uh, or as a general rule, there really aren't major changes that happen on New Year's. Psychologically, yes. In the markets, not so much. There are years where it's a great day. There are years it's a horrible day. And there are most years like today where the crypto markets were drifting, first went up because futures in Asia for U.S. markets were very, were up more than a percentage point. Uh, and at the beginning of the week, Asian futures do a really poor job of predicting where U.S. markets are going. So it opened way up. It dropped down like a percent. And the S&P ended up down 40 bips. BTC, on the other hand, basically drifted up over the weekend, which is nice to see. Market opened. Initially, it did well. It popped up to about, about 16.8 and then fell back. It gave back a couple hundred points. And now it's sort of fighting its way back up again. And as usual, immediately after fiat, negative fiat markets close, BTC starts to move up. So we can see the, the usual interplay between fiat and uh, equity markets. So we really haven't had, we really have a continuation now of what's going on. That is, there are, uh, it's, it's a slightly trending down market because of uncertainty, but nothing major go, going any which way. Um, the, so the one reason that New Year's, New Year's is not a special day is because, or special hour from a trading standpoint, is because the financials haven't fundamentally changed. Of course, the other thing is many markets are closed. Crypto markets are open. Fiat markets virtually globally are closed. But there's also a caveat to that, and that is it takes 26 hours, not 24, because uh, mankind hasn't divided time zones into 24 perfectly even ones, but you have 15-minute you have time zones, 30-minute time zones, and you have two time zones that actually go uh, east of the daylights uh, of the international dateline. So we end up literally with 26 hours, 26, uh, more, much more than 26 time zones, or many more than 26 time zones, but it takes 26 hours to go through New Year's Eve. So even if there were a major event, the effects of that major event would be spread out across all of those time zones, depending on when and if the markets opened up. And now we have a very strange uh, delay this year because January 1st and Christmas, for that matter, fell on a Sunday. They always fall on the same day of the week, obviously. And the next day was the official day to celebrate, day off to celebrate New Year's and Christmas. And then you end up with this sort of hybrid uh, holiday where some things are open, some things are not. Uh, half of my guys were in here yesterday. Uh, half of them weren't. It's, it's pretty much it's pretty much open, and depending on whether a market is open or shut. So New Year's doesn't really result in any major change, aside from a few uh, laws or something that may change, as I discussed earlier. So third point is U.S. politics. One of the predictions I made that's still open is that there would be some crypto regulation in the United States, which is really the major, the last major country that's done virtually nothing with respect to crypto regulation, but it, that it would not be very extensive because of the divisions in U.S. politics, and that one of the effects would be there would uh, that the CFTC would have more jurisdiction and the SEC less as a result of such uh, regulations. Well, we don't know where all of those are going now, but there is one piece of that uh, prediction that certainly appears to be coming true, 
and that is uh, division in Congress. Only it's even more true than I thought because instead of just the House being Republican and the Senate being Democratic, you have the House that for the first time in 100 years, exactly, the last time this happened was in 1923, where the Speaker was not elected on the first vote. The Speaker of the House is basically the guy that runs the House and whacks the gavel around and has tremendous authority because he can influence uh, committee assignments and whether legislation comes to the floor and just a whole raft of other authority. Well, not only did the, the Kevin McCarthy, who was the, the main candidate, uh, not get the first vote, he didn't get the second, and I just see a headline here. As I said, it's 3 p.m. In, in San Diego or 6 p.m. on the East Coast where all this is going on. Uh, he hasn't made it the third time. And a couple of the votes, for at least two of the three votes, I'm not sure about the third, the Democratic candidate uh, actually got more votes than McCarthy did because the Republican, Republican vote was split. So not only are we going to see very divided politics between the two houses, but the Republicans have uh, two wings of the Republican Party with little compromise between them, which is something that the Republicans haven't seen in over 100 years and Congress hasn't seen in 100 years. So I think it's safe to say we're not going to see any dramatic crypto regulation. We probably won't see much dramatic regulation uh, at all. And the last thing in today, the fourth and final point, is simply that the markets are appear to be continuing to drift sideways, if anything, slightly down. The S&P is around 38. It's low. We actually saw 36 for a while. BTC is at 16.8, trying to break through 17. But that's where it's been for uh, an extended period of time. Overall, I think um, BTC looks a little bit better than, uh, than a, a little better than fiat markets. You had the big BTC drop in early November, but it's actually drifting up, including today, since then. So certainly not a horrible outlook. And everything depends really uh, on correlation. Is at some point in time this crazy high, this crazy tight correlation between fiat and crypto going to break? And for the prediction I have for BTC for this year, 45K and the S&P 42, the S&P could, e could easily hit 4,200, but if BTC doesn't break the correlation in a good way, in this case, it'll never hit 45K. So that's really the key going forward is will, will crypto, in particular, in particular Bitcoin, uh, continue to be correlated uh, with fiat markets? The other thing that could happen, and it's already happening to some degree, I mentioned it earlier, is will if Bitcoin itself, if BTC remains correlated to fiat, will the rest of crypto break away from BTC? There are some indications of that at the beginning of the year because ETH is actually doing better than BTC over the last week or so, but it's way too early to make that a prediction. But that's another way where we could see crypto markets XBTC take off, even if the fiat markets don't. So this will be an interesting year. I think this will be overall a much more positive year than 2022, where 2022 ended up at a much lower point than it started. 2023, I'm convinced, will end up at a much better place, in a much better place by the end of the year. 
The question is how we're going to get there. We may see a lot of volatility between now and then. It's not going to be the slow drift up uh, in the same way that 2022 is basically a slow drift down punctuated with some black swan uh, excitement. So thank you all very much. I wish you a good day or evening wherever you happen to be, and we'll speak again next week.